Hey everyone, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your video game news and reviews. This is episode 76 of the penultimate game show, and today's topic is, of course, our game of the year for 2023. We have a new podcast feed, so please uh, do yourself a favor and look out for the penultimate podcast network on your favorite podcast service. Speaking of your favorite podcast service, if you're listening there, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps us with the algorithm and helps us grow our audience, especially because it's a new feed. So please do drop some ratings, please. Five stars only. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and please do not forget to hit that bell to get notifications for when we go live with all of our shows, like the Marvel Mondays Initiative, the Cross Media Show, and Anime Nation. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruben, the director of this channel, and today I am joined by Ryan Smith. Ryan, how are we doing today? Doing good, doing good. So excited to be back, ready to talk what arguably be the best year in games in arguably a decade. Wow. I'd say. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Uh, joining us, we also have... The Marvel Daddy himself. No? Are we now going to? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's what I said. So why'd you shake your head? <laughs> no, I did, I did this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Daddy I, I right here. I apologize. Marvel Daddy. I apologize. I apologize. Our Marvel Daddy. That sounds really weird. The Marvel Daddy. How about that? Better. Much better. Uh, Eric Ginn. Eric, how are we doing today? Hey, what's up? It's been a while. It's we we a, all took like an extended break. Half a year, buddy. Half like, year. I know you were doing like a little housekeeping right there, but like, oh my God, we're back. A yeah. dinosaur story. Yeah, feels good. Feels good. Yeah, um, it's been a while. Hello. Yeah. I haven't spoken to you guys at all in the past eight months. So, I mean, yes, you have. I know. I mean, I know. We just, that was it's hard joke. to see you face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, good. Uh, we also have uh, Lane. Uh, he called in his uh, top five choices for the year because he wasn't able to make the recording, which is fine. Um, speaking of calling in, uh, please feel free to give us a call and leave a voicemail at 646 646-801-0230. Leave your thoughts and questions there. That's once again 646-801-0230. Try something new. Let's see if it sticks. Um the question I have for you gentlemen is do we want to just get right into game of the year discussion? Do we want to see what we're excited for for this year? I th I think Oh, go ahead, Ryan. I because we, um, because of how big AAA was last year, I'm curious. Do you guys have any smaller games on your list, or should we give a moment to kind of talk about some of the smaller games we played? They didn't make the list. Some honorable mentions, because I feel like such a dominant year of AAA, there were a lot of good indies that got lost. I I agree. That's okay. a good one. We could do that. Well, I, I was gonna say like let's just do like a summary of how we felt about the year before we get oh, into. I like that too. Okay, all right. Um, probably we should do this first. First and foremost, we are very sorry to hear about everybody who lost their job last year. Uh, fucking sucks. 
and we corporate greed man yeah yeah corporate greed fucking sucks uh we hope that you find jobs soon and yeah uh it's this year's starting off pretty bad too so we are thinking about those people who have lost their jobs so um ryan do you want to give just one shout out for an indie game that you played i do okay that'd be pizza tower Ooh. okay pizza tower is a platformer made in the what looks to be like a Newgrounds style of like 2007 animation from Newgrounds. It is very over the top zany and it plays like the Wario Land games. Okay. So you're running through walls, you're busting around, you're, it's a lot of moving around the map back and forth, not forward like a Mario game. Mm-hmm. And it has some of the tightest platforming I've played probably since Celeste. It is Whoa. an incredible platforming experience. Some of the most fun I've had all year. Definitely a high recommendation if you like platformers. Okay. Eric? You gotta love it when it's tight, Ruben. I agree with him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my pick is something that I just started like towards the end of the year. Okay. Uh, Dredge. Dredge oh. is really good. I've been dying to play it. Like, is it is it as good as everyone's been saying? It's like it's one of those things where, obviously, I'm a sucker for like Cthulhu stuff. Um, so it gets weird, like really weird. You know, in the beginning of the game, like something ain't quite right. Uh, the fishing is nice if you just want to take a little bit just to fish. Like it's actually calming and soothing to just drive around. Um, and then obviously as you do more stuff, like you catch a fish, it's like, oh man, this is weird. And then you say, hey, wait a minute, that's, we haven't seen a fish like that in 50 years, the last time somebody went missing. So it's just, um, it's an inventory management game. It's like you research, get all your boat faster and stuff like that. Um, I will say the day go by, goes by really quick. So Pat. Passage of time occurs when you're driving your boat and when you're fishing, but it goes really fast. So once it hits like six o'clock in the evening, that's when it's like, all right, you need to get in before stuff gets wild. Right. Like if you're outside after like 10 p.m., you're going to start seeing shit. It's an outside at night kind of uh, like you want to be in bed kind of game. Yeah. But obviously, if you're outside at night, that's when all like the good stuff you can get there's like certain fish you can catch after night and stuff but uh yeah i, I really like dredge uh it, it's like it's my favorite indie game of the year and it's like my honorable mention for this year okay nice uh i am currently trying to figure out what indie game i played i guess you could say the finals <laughs> that's that's <laughs> kind of an indie game right i would say so have you been playing the finals? I played the finals uh, maybe, I want to say, like five days in a row, and I got really into is, it. Is it good? What? So I keep seeing, like, clips of it on TikTok. And it, yes and no. <laughs> it looks cool. Like, the destruction and stuff looks the cool. The destruction is awesome. Uh, I remember the first game I played, like, trying to figure out the game. I, I was the MVP of the round because mm. I was just kicking ass and taking names, you know? Um but it's it's fun it just needs more more uh modes like currently they mm. just have the two modes uh it's 3v3 v3 and the second mode is th uh, four teams of three and it's just 
it gets kind of repetitive, which is funny because I've also been playing Modern Warfare and just playing Team Deathmatch, and that gets very repetitive, but it's a good repetitive, mm. <laughs> if that makes sense. That's why you got to put Hardpoint or something in there. Yeah, just mix it up a little. But uh, mm. points and domination. Yeah, it, it's still fun. Uh, I just wish that, you know, it had more modes. But yeah, the, the destruction of the map is just fantastic. The yeah, whenever play. I see clips of it, it looks insane. The gunplay is a little off for me, but that's also, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Modern mm. Warfare, so it could just be I'm used to the Modern Warfare gunplay. But mm. yeah, it's not bad. And to be fair, that gunplay in that modern in the current 2019 up Modern Warfare franchise is some of the best I've ever yeah, felt. Yeah. So yeah. I've also been playing near Automata again, but that's a story for another it's, time. Yeah, very indie. Yeah. Very indie, very very underground. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Very decent, if you want to call it, Ruben. Indecent. <laughs> okay. Perv. <laughs> All right, Eric. Eric, you had said something mm. before. I'm sorry. I forgot what you had said before that you wanted to do. Just to no, I just said like a quick summary of like how we felt about the year. Oh, okay. You want to go first? Sure. Uh, obviously, um, it's not Mushu exclusive that from a game standpoint, this is one of the best years ever, I think. And obviously, from a human being standpoint, it was probably the worst. Yep. I mean, when oh, you have, what was it, tens of thousands of people lost their jobs? Oh, yeah. And it's just like, it just shows how people forget that people make games. Okay, it's not like some computer that just dishes all this out. So, especially like when Bungie is hit with layoffs. Like, that's that's nuts. Uh, you would never think that would happen if something like Bungie is too big, but it happens. It happens all over the place. Like, the small studios, especially like what Embracer did all this year. Jesus. It's like, wow. Um and then it ha then there was the group, I forget, was it Versus Evil that they got laid off like three days before Christmas? I think yeah, so, yeah, I think so. So, I mean, it's just, it's bad. Like, I think it's a problem at the, with most things dealing with capitalism, at the top and the people at the bottom are suffering. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those where I loved like so many great games this year. Arguably, I think 2023 is going to be up there with like the 98s the 2007s and the 2015s as one of the best in a long time, but still just terrible from a human being standpoint. Okay. Right. Uh, I definitely echo the sentiment of, again, great year for games, but also, God, so many layoffs, so many just problems you see airing throughout the game industry. I mean, hell, Twitch lost, what, 30% of its staff yesterday, two days yep. ago? Yep. Discord... Fired some people. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. The other day. But no, I definitely agree. It will go down as a when we look back on it with rose tinted glasses, and we'll see all these games when you just Google the Google games of what came out in twenty twenty three. It will be mm -hmm. looked at as those goaded years. The yeah, like the ninety eights, the two thousand seven, two thousand nines, all those great years. Um, but really, for me, what stood out this year was. The t the amount of different games that came out that all were good. The yeah. different genres are finally kind of getting their claim to fame. It wasn't just a Sony 
exclusive massive title and some big shooters and stuff like that no every kind of genre was getting stuff this year and i think that was really neat to see mm-hmm. yeah um we've all said it uh yes it was a great game a great year for games shitty year for developers um i for one am hoping that you know game development gets crazy we did get a win last year Bobby Kotick is finally out of Activision. Thank fucking God. It's about damn time. Um, you ruined Overwatch, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. Bobby Kotick. Um, Not you, Eric. <laughs> um, no, thank you. I got it. Um, yeah, I, I think it was a pretty great year of gaming. I think uh, we did have PlayStation going off on a live service tangent when they realized they probably shouldn't have. Um, yeah. hoping that it gets the ship righted. Uh, I am sorry for Insomniac for getting hacked or not really getting hacked. Whatever happened. Ransomware. There you go. Mm-hmm. Ransomware. Um, it fucking sucks to, to, I would have been so excited for all of those games and I still am excited for all those games, but now it's just ruined the surprise, which also, they got their personal information leaked, which is not fucking cool at all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a great year for games. I just wish human beings could be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with that being said, it's time to start our conversation for Game of the Year. So, Heck yeah. In case this is your first time listening to this, what we do is we all pick our five top five games of the year uh games for that year and we weight them so our fifth pick is worth one point our first pick is worth five points um yeah and whoever has the most points at the end of the discussion is crowned our uh game of the year for that year and game of the year exactly exactly should we go through the last few game of the years we've had just to show everyone what we've been doing? Eric, I don't even know what our last game. I can tell last. Uh, Ryan's got him. Uh, okay. You can you can go for the next round. Now you can do the view on the last one straight off the top. Okay, so what was our game of the year for twenty twenty two? I think it was Elden Ring, right? It was Elden Ring. It was Elden yeah. Ring. Yeah, unfortunately. Twenty twenty one. Metroid Dread. Was it Metroid Dread? Are you sure? Yeah. yeah I, I don't promise. think Me- I don't think Metroid Dread won that. It was. We did. We were like I was thinking I was no, like, Metroid wow, we Metroid Dread that was because um John and one other person had it really high and everybody had it at like five and four. Mm-hmm. So it gathered a ton of points. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, and then 2020. Then 2020, uh, second place at Marvel's Avengers. I, I mean, you <laughs> fucking say it, you piece of shit. <laughs> I think we had what, Last of Us? It was Last, Last of Us yeah, because well, Ruben would not give it to Final Fantasy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Brian, Final Fantasy Seven Re- Rebirth is coming out this year, so mm-hmm. cross, we'll see what happens. A couple of weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Before we get into this discussion, I'm sorry, I do want to mention that next week we are doing our final, uh, fantasy draft. I was going to say Final mm-hmm. Fantasy draft. Our fantasy draft for 2024. So, uh, Tune in next week. I'll probably have the info on Twitter or socials. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. It won't have Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown on it. 
Unfortunately, so, unfortunately. Yeah. It will have Tekken now. Yeah. It will have Final Fantasy Seven. Right Lord knows it's going to take Tekken. <laughs> it's just who's going to get Final Fantasy Rebirth. That's the thing. I <laughs> that's going number one. Let's, oh, let's it is real. going number one. Whoever gra- whoever gets the first draft, we're not going. Well, we also want to it mention... Is, it is the Final Fantasy draft. Yeah. We also want to mention the winner. But we'll probably talk about that next week. Um, <laughs> so, without further ado, let's start off with Wayne's number five. All right? Ooh, okay. I'm just going to double check this. I need you guys to let me know you could hear it. Yeah. All right? So, my number five game of the year would be Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. Um, loved all the hard work that CD Projekt did with the 2.0 update, uh, all the changes they made. And uh, though I haven't finished uh, Cyberpunk yet, would plan to go back to, and that's probably why it's number five on my list, because I was playing something else on my list. Okay. All right. Phantom um, Liberty. I think I'm going to change something for our game of the year discussion, uh, I guess for 2024. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just going to play by fantasy draft rules. I mean, fi- uh, fantasy critic rules. Like I know I had said before, no DLC and I was like kind of strict with whatever. Technically this isn't a DLC. So I'm going it, to, it's an expansion. So mm-hmm. he, he's, he's got it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I will be more less lenient next year but with our picks for this um, what if final shape is perfect <laughs> right if you can draft the final it, shape you can, changes the if, last two if years if you can draft it you can pick it as your number one or whatever because i mean like a lot of people had phantom liberty you know yeah, in, like, yeah, their yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, it's a lot because i it it's definitely very good. I I put hours into Phantom Liberty. It's incredible. I tried to get back into Cyberpunk, and I was struggling. I, I couldn't get back into it. It was just... I, it, I don't know if it's... I'm assuming it's a me thing, because... Mm-hmm. I, I could I put in probably like twenty hours and I just couldn't. I w- I would say it's a you thing now. That game has become pretty good. Like two years ago, I would have been like, no, that game. And I'm a oh, cyberpunk nice. apologist. I thought that game was good since it's come out. I also thought it was. Uh, <laughs> but I think that DLC and just the patches and work they've made to one make it more of a sim life type of game. You have houses now. You can do more things in the open world. And the entire change to combat in that game is incredible. They've added things that I would equal equal to that's being in Fallout kind of levels of like cool stuff to do in gaming. Okay. All right. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I, I was playing it on Steam Deck and I just, like I said, I can't. Ruben, did you, did you watch the Cyberpunk anime? No. Okay, never mind then. I also should have restarted the game. I just jumped back into my old save, which that's probably, aggressive. I respect that play. Yeah, probably a bad idea. So. Yeah, I bought the uh, ultimate edition for PS5 because I never because I was always waiting because when I first got it on PC, it was you know not great. But um, but yeah, as time went on, I was like, I just keep pushing it off, keep pushing it off. Oh, it'll be a PS5. Oh. It'll have the PS5 patch. Oh, it'll have the expansion. Oh, they'll release the Ultimate Edition. So, I got that. So, I will start that this year. 
what sucks for me is I bought it on Epic Game Store because it was on sale. And then I uh-huh. bought it on Steam again because <laughs> mm. I wanted to play on Steam Deck. So I wasted. Not, I, I wouldn't say I wasted it. I'll probably go back to it uh, some other time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lane's Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom of Liberty is his first pick. Um, Ryan. My number five pick came a little later in the year, came around late August, and it was arguably some of the best combat I've felt all year. You know me. You know I'm a FromSoft guy. My number five game of the year is Armored Core 6, The Fires of Rubicon. Oh, okay. It is the best action game I've played all year. The combat in it is the most fluid a mech has ever felt. It felt like fucking watching an anime. It was fucking incredible. The big set pieces hit like how FromSoft has always had big set pieces hit. When there are 8,000 rockets flying through the air and you're trying to dodge anything that's moving, ah, that's perfect. It was right amount difficult and fun. The customization of the mechs and everything. You can have so many unique builds. All great. Um... And yeah, anytime I just get to enjoy perfect from soft combat, I'm having a good time. Nice. Eric? You know, if we talk about mechs one more time, Travell Campbell is going to come up out of nowhere and talk about the latest Gundam he built. We don't want that's to... fair. That's fair. We don't want that happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do, but not for this show. Um, Eric, what's your number five? Number five, you know, Ruben, I'm so glad you asked. Um, you know, I'm a person now with, as a dad. I like I'm gonna games stop you right respect there. my... I'm going to stop you right there. So help me God, if you say Marvel's Avengers, I'm going you know, to murder Ru- somebody. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate games that respect my time. So, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I'm a busy person, a teacher, a coach. I'm, I'm a dad, a husband, things of all that nature. I like to read, mm-hmm. okay? So I uh, like to do puzzles. So, like anything that's short... Ruben, it's yeah. just like it, it's great for me. So I, I'm gonna have to go with the Modern Warfare Three single player campaign. Just it it's five minutes. I know, Ruben. Just like the fact. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not. Uh, so, but get ready for this. Uh, number five for me is gonna be Resident Evil Four remake. Okay. Um, obviously, I think Resident Evil, the OG, is one of the greatest games ever made. So, obviously, when they announced the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake, we're like, all right, when's 4 coming? And so, when they finally announced the 4 remake, we're like, oh, God, let's go. And so, obviously, that game just looks so good. Uh, Obviously, you keep the stuff from the remakes that work so well. Um, You introduce a parry mechanic that just changes the game, really. Um, Forgive my pun. Um, Looks really good. Some other, like how Ada and everything uh, is in the game is nice. Uh, obviously, some stuff was like, eh, okay. Like, this version of Louise Sarah I wasn't too big of a fan of as the original. Um, and I think the... Uh, oh my, Salazar, not Salazar. Um, is it Salazar, the guy? Yeah. The weird little the guy? Castle. Yeah, yeah, little guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, preferred him, I preferred him in the original. I thought this version was fine. Uh, but overall, it's just it's a very well made game. Like I think it's really good. So yeah, I went to go Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil Four remake. 
Okay. All right. Wow, we're still on RE4 remake. It, it was my number seven of uh, my top ten. I wanted to say a few quick words mm -hmm. on it. And that is, I am happy people will be able to experience this game without having to dredge through tank controls. And just the, 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 I love RE4, but I understand that it, those kinds of games are hard to go back to now. So having these perfect or at least near perfect updates to all these games is incredible. And I also have to really give credit to that may be one of the most pretty games I've played all year. Mm. The RE f engine is mm. killing. And like it was one of those things where even as the person who's played the original RE4 so many times... I'm happy it wasn't just like a straight one for one remake. Like they change up how you go throughout the game, like in the game and the OG. I'm like, all right, I go in this way, I go down. There's the stuff underwater where in the remake you come at it from a different way. So I I, I thought that was really nice. I, I agree with that. I think changing it up for new people and it doesn't really change a lot to the story makes it quite nice. I need to play the separate ways DLC too. So I'm excited to do that. Oh yeah, sure. I forgot I got a DLC. Okay. You guys ready for my number five? I'm about yeah. to write it down. You know what? Give me one second. Let me just go grab something to drink. I'll be right back. Mm. Hey, this is a prop. He's getting it's a prop right now. It's not a right prop, now. I promise. Absolutely I promise it's not getting a prop. a prop. It's not a prop, I promise. Mm -hmm. Trying to bring his... Uh... Wait, I don't no, Kirby know what was Kirby Rubens. <laughs> something Kirby-related. I don't know. Oh, it's going to be a Pikmin. Is... I'm calling a Pikmin. It's okay. All right. All right. No, it's, it's a Coke. Oh, it's, it's an... uh, Coke. Cocaine. It's not a problem. Did we get a Far Cry game this year? I'm going to go with my number five. I just changed it right now. Uh, Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. Okay. Bethesda All Starfield. Right. All right. Um, I put in 89 hours into Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure it was like 89. Uh, didn't finish the first run. That's how much fun I had. I was kicking ass, taking names. I was the mantis. I was able to be a pirate, but also be the police and infiltrate the pirates. It was fucking awesome. Um, I... reporting Starfield. I... I... I have always had, well, if you've listened to the show before, I've given Bethesda a lot of shit for shipping out broken games. The only unbroken game that I've played from Bethesda is Fallout 3. Still broken to this day, still broken. Um, but that's the only game I've been able to finish from Bethesda that I actually like. Fallout 4, haven't been able to finish it because of a game-breaking bug. Um... 76 never played uh yeah um i don't like elder scrolls i don't like the medievalness of elder scrolls um mm. but yeah there's something about the, we saw that starfield direct i think it was uh sgf i think right mm -hmm. and it got me you know like like again we've we all have complaints about Starfield. Even people who like Starfield have complaints about Starfield. But, you know, it was fun. So, yeah, my number five. I haven't even touched it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I put in 15 hours, 10, maybe, 10 to 15. And it just wasn't for me. I, it, it just, I tried. And I love space. God, I tried. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, I was a little disappointed with the space stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I could w- would have loved more, but it is what it is. My game pass checked it and clear, so I can't talk anything gotcha, about it. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's fair. Um, all right, number four. Let's start off with Lane again. My number four pick for my game of the year list is a Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, basically thought it was just Star Wars. Uh, the sequel just done better. Uh, I loved all the improvements they made to like combat and exploration and movement. And I thought the story was definitely way better than the original. And had a really good time. Can't wait until they hopefully make a third one in the future. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm I'm also going to jump in here. That's also my number four. Sorry to jump the gun. You're going to use it your time now. No, sorry to jump the gun, but I figured since we're on the topic, I didn't want to just <laughs> jump around it. You know. Uh, yeah. Also, my number four. I didn't finish it. However, I played a majority of it. I loved it. I think the story has gotten better from the first one. Uh, the gameplay definitely got better from the first one. Everything just improved with this game. It's just a shame mm-hmm. that Tears of the Kingdom had to steal its thunder. Eric. Yeah, I um, I have I've only played like maybe thirty minutes of Survivor. Like you'll find there's like with Eric's top five, it is five games that he completed this year with his time restraints. So. Uh, I definitely twenty twenty four for me. Other than Final Fantasy, is the year of the backlog. So. Um, oh, I do love a good backyard, but backlog. Uh, so yeah, I, I look forward to playing Survivor. Do we know how much it sold? I don't think it sold as well as the first one. Did I can it? find out. I can look it up right now. No, there's no way it sold as well as the first one. Um, it says here sold. It says here, in Japan, the PlayStation 5 version of Jedi Survivor sold 16,742. I know that's not helping. Yeah, but say that's that's uh... <laughs> it's not helping at all. Uh, Jedi Survivor, gonna... this is from the game, a Jedi Survivor sales easily beat Fallen Order. Really? Wow. Let's I think Survivor. Fallen Order sold like 15 million, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. Breaking down the physical sales further, 82%. It sold almost eighty-two percent better. Wow! This game yeah, there sold would... extremely well. I guess there will be a third one, definitely. Yeah. Then, yeah. So yeah, I look forward to that playing it. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Eric, what's your number four? Uh, number four, Ruben. You know, I I'm a very nostalgic person, yeah. Ruben. Sure. I like nostalgia. Uh, I like going back, looking at things. Maybe that's why, you know, I like uh, Force Awakens a lot. It's nostalgia. You know, people people just love nostalgia. They like to be reminded. So I always want to be reminded, what if we took a 2023 game and made it feel like a Nintendo GameCube game? So number four, I have to go with Avatar The Last Airbender Quest for Balance. Uh, I mean, I think that... <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we need to have games that feel as though they were made in 2003 again. And um, 
See, no, I, um, I thought you were going the opposite way. I thought you meant... No, uh, number four for me. Now, this is the only case where a game I have not finished yet. I've only put about seven hours into this game, but I know it's in my top five. Uh, Alan Wake 2. Okay. Alan Wake 2. The only reason why it's not higher is because I did not finish it, but I still think the seven hours I played is better than all of Resident Evil 4. Uh, it's Remedy. I don't really need to get into why they're so great. They make it weird. This game is true detective-esque. Um, the stories, like a Remedy game, sometimes it's hard to follow, but you want to watch every little plot thread go. The use of actual film in the game is outstanding. It looks so good. Uh, it plays well. It's genuinely spooky in some moments. Like I've had a few jump scares. Um, I've had a few moments of terror where I'm like, I don't want to go down there. I don't want to go down there. Um, but yeah, it's just so good. Like The only reason why it's not higher is because I haven't finished it yet. So yeah, Alan Wake 2 for me is number four. Okay. Nice. Which leads us to Ryan. Nice. Like Eric, I'm also a man of nostalgia. I like going back. And I was drawn back to a place this year. I was drawn back to the streets with Street Fighter VI. Oh. A mix of nostalgia, some classic characters, and some great brand new additions. Again, I'm a huge fighting game guy. Me and my best friend, we play them all the time. I'm a part of like, the local scene. I love, I love going to tournaments. And this has reinvitalized that whole community. This game is incredible. It plays better than a Street Fighter game has in almost a decade. It story and characters are fun and weird. It's just all the fun parts of Street Fighter are back with a really tight game attached to it. So for all those reasons, it is my number four. Okay, nice. Okay, we can stop the count now. Alan Wake is a co-game of the year, so we're good. No more. Alan Wake has a co-game of the yeah, year? Yeah, so it's co-game of the year with Street Fighter 2. Wait, no, Survivor would be number one right Survivor, now. Because it's got right more now, votes. yeah. Survivor has four votes. SGF uh, 6 and Alan Wake 2 have two. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Which leads us to our number three. And I'm going to go back to Ryan for this. Ryan, what's your number three? I'm just changing. So fucking... earlier when I was uh, talking about honorable mentions, I talked about how much I love platformers. And there's definitely an OG king of platformers from this year. And that'd be Mario coming out with Mario Wonder, which... I thought he was going to say Sonic Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here to talk Wonder. Okay. And no game made me as purely giddy to play as Mario Wonder did. It opened up that childhood heart and let me just enjoy a Mario game like I was a kid again. And that was great. Like, playing N64 and Sunshine and all those, it's a great time. But what it does better than I think any Mario game has is changing the formula of a Mario map. And that, to me, is something I never thought they would start messing with. I never thought... They would ever try and do this with 2D Mario. I thought 2D Mario was always going to be their nostalgia trip. They put it out once every couple of years, and it plays great, but it's just 2D Mario. 
And this changed everything. New characters, new power-ups. The bad system is so much fun if you're a speedrunning kind of guy and you want to try and get those high times because some of those badges come in real clutch before you jump patterns and stuff. But pretty much all together, it is my favorite Mario game since Galaxy 2. Oh and I am just so happy we have a good Mario game again. Okay. Eric, did you play Super Mario Wonder? Did not. Uh, did not. So I will I will try to pick that up this year to play. If, if you're looking for a game that respects your time, it's a sweet nine-hour game. Ryan, unfortunately, I am on the opposite side. I just took this off of my list. <laughs> five minutes oh. before. Five, five minutes before we started recording. Um, could, I, could I get the number where you thought it may go? I was going to put it at number five. Okay, I can accept that. I can accept it getting kicked from there. I don't... Mind you, number five was... My number five was Starfield, so I don't know if you could accept that. Uh, I don't like what they did with... Uh, <laughs> with everything. <laughs> I think for me, it, what I'm used to is... Uh, Mario... 2D Mario is more of a co-op game for me. So, like, when I was younger, we would play uh, Mario, what was it, Mario All-Stars with Super mm -hmm. Mario 3 on the NES. We would sit down, all of my cousins would sit down with me. We would just share the controller. You died, you passed the controller. Um, this game, I guess because I don't really have anybody to play it with, just it didn't feel fun. It didn't, it, there was no zhuzh, you know? No, no, no. You gotta have the zhuzh. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta have the zhuzh. So, uh, I, I was a little let down with this, but I am still playing it. I'm still giving it my, you know, giving it a shot and hoping it changes how I feel. So, we'll see about that. Mm. Eric, do you want to do your number three? Uh, number three, obviously. All right, so, Ruben, let me let me... Let me tell you about number three. I like it when games just take a lot out of me. Yeah. Okay, I'm just emotionally, sometimes physically spent. Okay, so when a game can, you know, I don't know if what's the word, it can suck something out of me, Ruben. Okay. And just just take and take and take from me. It's just that's the kind of games I want. And hold on. Oh, Redfall is not going to be my number three. Again, the Xbox Game Pass check still hasn't cleared. Um, so it's not Redfall. Uh, number three for me, shocker uh, for most people. Uh, Spider-Man 2 Whoa. is number three Hell for me. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Spider-Man Spider 2, 2 is number three for me. Now, um, I do want to put a little thing here before we talk Spider-Man 3. I have not played it yet. Okay. I understand that. Thank you for telling me beforehand. Um, so, Spider-Man Spider 2. Two. Hmm? Ryan? What? You haven't played Spider-Man 2 yet? No. Okay, interesting. Man, still trying to get a Street Fighter person all the way up. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. Okay. I really am. Continue. Um, but Spider-Man 2, uh, I think it is an incredibly made game. Like... The combat in this game feels really, really good. Just like Miles and Peter just bouncing off of one another. Uh, the story is... is I'll get in the story part in a sec here, but like the the traversal with the web wings and all of that and 
just moving around, how much that more they added, how bigger it feels. Um, the character models, just everything on a technical standpoint, this game is incredible. Like there's so many little moments in this game that are just so great. Um, I will say like for me, um, the first two thirds of the game are really good. I think the final act just stumbles a good bit. And they're like, there's no moment in this game for me that is equivalent to spoilers for Spider-Man one, uh, may dying in, um, like I, I didn't have an emotional, um, reaction to anything like that in this game, not saying it's a bad game at all. I just like, for me, I can think of two games more this year and I'll talk about them yeah. <laughs> that I enjoyed more. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man three, that just Spider-Man two really good. I, if I give if Spider Man one for me is a ten out of ten, this is a nine out of ten. Like it's it's still an amazing game. So yeah. Interesting. Before we move away from Spider Man real quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Because of your guys' shock for me not playing it yet, I do want to say what I was playing in the meantime. It's not on my list. I just think it's quite funny. Bullshit. I was playing Avatars Frontiers of Pandora. Oh my god. <laughs> You got to get it. I hear it's actually beautiful. It's actually a really good game. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's, it's a Far Cry, but Far Cry game. Okay. Yeah, All it's right. Far Cry, but you have like superpowers because you're like seven feet bigger than every person on the planet. Right. You're a Navi. Yeah, so you can just like super kick people and stuff. Great time. That'll come to PS Plus. Uh, oh, yeah. Expect that in like three months. I'm just like too much not, of a not for a free nerd. game, but it'll be part of like the premium membership yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. I think. Excellent. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I guess we'll we'll go to Lane's number three. My number three game, my game of the year list, is Resident Evil Four Remake. Um, love the original Resident Evil Four, and this is literally just Resident Evil Four, but done better. Uh, which I didn't really think Capcom could possibly do, but you know what? They went and did it. Uh, loved the, like, changes that I didn't feel like were just for the sake of, like, changing things. The, like, layouts were a little different. Um, so the bosses were, like, slightly differently designed. Um, and I think all of them added, like, a fresh twist that the game didn't feel. This You were just playing, like, a one-to-one -one remake of the original, and I really enjoyed this game. Like almost even more than I thought I was going to had it just been a one to one remake. Okay, all right. Resident Evil yeah, Four. Resident Evil Four is, is is just it's really good. Interesting. Very. I think it's like twenty bucks right now on Amazon. I think. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's still on sale. With I, I do think I saw that from. Uh, oh God. Warrior 64 this week. I do think I remember seeing it being low because I texted one of my friends like, hey, get this now. <laughs> All right. Nice. Um, you guys ready for my number three? I'm ready to write it. Pikmin 4. I, I knew, knew it was, it was coming. There. Pikmin 4 is such a good damn game. I played 52 hours of Pikmin 4 this year. And these were 52 hours of just my OCD being satisfied, you know, just being satiated. It was such a good game. I am so happy that they were able to figure out how to make Pikmin better. Um, Pikmin 1 and 2 I picked up this year. 
like there's some big flaws with Pikmin one and two, and especially probably three, um, three, I think I played last year for the second time. Um, yeah, this just fixes everything wrong with Pikmin. And I hope that more people play this game because it's a really good game. I'm happy that Nintendo decided to make Pikmin four and I hope that they will make Pikmin five eventually. And Ochi, shout out to Ochi for kicking ass and taking names. I know that nothing dog? about Pikmin. That so. is the dog, yeah. Good game. Good game. I loved Pikmin 1 and 2. I played 3 because I was a Wii U person and I had to support that dying, dying console every time I could. I'm one of 12 million. <laughs> <laughs> all time, all time. Got it on launch day. Let's go. <laughs> but um, I have not touched Pikmin 4 yet. I'm super excited to. I'm, I'm glad to know you liked it this much. Yes. I, I, day, number three for the year, you know. I would say it a lot because there's a lot of games that didn't make my top five. And you'll be mm -hmm. surprised which didn't make my top five. With that being said, let's start off uh, giving let's get Let's get a recap. Yeah, let's get a recap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Show me where we're at. As of right now, I have two games tied for number one, which is Resident Evil 4 and Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, number two spot is also tied for Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2. Uh, Alan Wake 2 and SGF 6 are tied for fourth place, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry. Third place. With two votes each. Phantom Liberty, uh, I'm gonna say Assassin's Creed 6. <laughs> Armored Core 6, uh, Fires of Rubicon, and Starfield all have one point. So it's a three way tie for that. Um, but that being last. So, yeah, dead last. <laughs> and again, I expect Starfield to be on the bottom of this list, but that's neither here nor there. Let's start off with our number two game. Oh, let's kick it off with Ryan. No, sorry, we did Ryan last night, right? Let's kick it off with Eric. Oh, yeah, kick it off for me. Okay, so Ruben, um, I hate when you do this. <laughs> gives me so, so much when, anxiety. <laughs> when I play games, uh -huh. it's one of those things where I I want to be. Actually, hold on, I need to go. Ruby just woke up real quick from her nap, and I need to go put it right back down. So y'all continue. Okay. All right. So, Ryan, we're going to go back to you for number three. Uh, I Sorry, actually, number two, number two. I think I'm just going to take this moment for a second. Okay. And I'm going to talk about games that fell off this year that started so strong. Because I need a place to talk about this. That's fine. Go right ahead. And that is... Goddamn Diablo 4 would have been in my top three, but it became a hunking piece of shit for the past three seasons. Yeah, that's fair. And, oh God, it came out and it was perfect. It was perfect. I had, I put like 100 hours in it in the first like four weeks of it being out. It was an incredible game. And then it became utter garbage. Every time they patched it and updated, it just kept getting worse and worse. Okay. And I'm like, Activision, you made a good game. Why did you make it bad? Because that's what Activision does. 
That's what Activision It is what Activision does. It is the curse of Activision. Were you excited for, I know the, uh, uh, the new seasons, you have to re-roll your character. Were you excited about that? No, I wasn't. I I liked my characters. I liked having them. Yeah. I I mean, like, you get to keep them in a sense, like, there are other worlds you can go to, but if you want to do the new shit, you can't just bring a new character, and I think that's... Right. Don't get me wrong, the grinding stuff is fun on one character. Especially if I want to do the same thing I'm doing already on a character, and not, and upgrade it through the means that those new things would upgrade that character. I don't want to have to rebuild everything the same. Right. To do it again. Right. Like, if it was to rebuild to do stuff that your character can't do, sure. But, God. No, that was bad. Seasonal is just... I think we're about to come into a year where we learn live service can be done by literally two studios. And that's it. And every other studio that attempts it just seems to crumble them. What are those two studios? Epic and Destiny. Bungie. Okay. All right. Well, I think I mean, Fortnite is a near-perfect game. I've been having a killer time with Festival. Yeah. And I think that Bungie has just proven over the past 10 years they know how to do this. Well, it's interesting that you say that because Bungie is now... They're... In, in, a little bit in, in trouble financially speaking. Oh, yeah. 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 So. Oh, I'm not talking on a business front. I'm talking on their Just, game work as a live service. Right, 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 right. So. I don't think live service is profitable anymore. I don't I, I think, think it was it, a fad. Yeah. And I think we're finally seeing the the coffin nails get put in with things like Suicide Squad Save the Justice League coming Jesus out in two Christ. weeks. The biggest saving grace I've ever had was that not being on my fucking game of uh, my fucking fantasy league last year. Yeah, and even if right, it so was, we're glad you it, it, What did I miss? No, I just... went on a whole rant on why Diablo 4 would have been in my top five, but uh, making it a seasonal game ruined it as a whole. Yeah. 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 Okay. I took this right. time to air some grievances. Okay. Ruben, did you air any grievances? Uh, no, I just want to say, uh, uh, well, I'll skip it for later. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. All right, back to me. Yep. So again, Ruben, I love it when a game can just basically take me to a basic level. Like, give me the bare minimum that I need just to have a product because sometimes it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I have to go with Mortal Kombat 1 for the Nintendo Switch. I uh sometimes I just need to I need just need to know that I'm prettier than some things. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and of course that boosts boost my confidence. But oh, hold on, hold on, Ruben. Oh, really? Let me check. I just got confirmation the check did clear. So number two for me this year is going to be Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, okay. Uh, no joke. That's based as hell. <laughs> I love Hi-Fi Rush. Like, I remember, like, we had there was that developer thing they did last year where we're all like, "Whoa, what is that? That looks neat." Um, I remember, Robbie like, oh, I need day to- of. <laughs> yeah, I need to play this game. So I played the game, and it is just so much fun. Like, the art style is incredible. The soundtrack is incredible. The combat is so much fun. 
It reminds me of like old school stuff I love with games where it's just, hey, take down these lieutenants, but they're all themed after something different, like kind of like a crackdown situation or something. But like every single level felt unique. Um, timing everything with the music just adds an extra flair. You don't have to be good at it, but if you are good at it, it makes it so much better. Um, the characters are fun. Uh, the story is, is fun. I just had a, a great time with that game, and it, it's wild for me. Like I, I, I'm not talking to, I'm not trying to talk shit or anything, but I was surprised that an Xbox game was going to make my top five, or like top games of the year. Like it's been a long time since that happened, but kudos on them for actually trusting Tango Softworks uh, to be like, yeah, you know what, we want to make something cool. Um, so hopefully with it being rated for Switch and PS4 that more people can play it, because I loved Hi-Fi Rush. It's so good. So yeah, that's why it's number two for me. Okay. Uh, I tried playing it for 20 minutes, and I've never gotten so upset at a game because I have no rhythm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought it was incredible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of the most fun boss fights of the year. As a mm -hmm. boss fight connoisseur, some of the most fun of the year. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I'm going to play lanes number two, and then we'll kick it off to Ryan. My number two game on my game of the year list is The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. Um, number two is getting wacky. Legend <laughs> Heroes, um, almost caught up. The only one I haven't finished in the list is Reverie, which just came out. Can't wait to play that in the next couple of months uh, before Daybreak comes out, and I believe in the summer. Um, but yeah, Trails of Zero is great. Good sequel to Trails from Zero. Um, if you haven't checked out the Trails series, go do it. Great characters, great story, great combat. Um, look into starting them. Kind of hard to get into, but uh, definitely recommend it. Such a good series and so worthwhile. It's literally like the MCU of JRPGs. Okay, all right. Oh, you said Trails 4? Is that what he said? Uh, trail, Legend of Heroes Trails of Assure, I think. Was, okay. Yeah, that's one of those, like, the Trails series. Like, there's so much of them. Yeah. I, that, that came out of nowhere. I, I really, that, that's oh, some good shit right there. <laughs> it's of Azure, so A-Z-U-R-E, in case you want to write it down. Um, yeah, that was definitely a random, I feel like, lane usually has a random game thrown up there. Uh, Ryan, what's your number two? My number two game is a game that I spent hours upon hours upon hours playing this year. And it is a flawless RPG. It is Baldur's Gate 3. Wow. I put a hundred and oh close to probably 200 hours into this game on two runs and it is some of the most fun I've ever had it is so creative and everything is so much freedom and that's so gone nowadays in gaming where we've moved into such a strict rigid kind of uh we want these experiences like this not your own in design kind of deal but a lot of big set pieces this gave you the chance to make your own set pieces, and I thought that was just so much fun as a combat system. And then the characters, oh my god, the characters, they were all 
perfect. The the cast of your 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 cast of misfits in this game is some of the most fun I've ever had with companions in a game. And how everybody gets all these talking to people and hearing their stories of what happened to them throughout it because of all the different changes and how they solve things and every branch leads you down a different pathway kind of deal. So everyone's stories is different. It's so interesting to hear everybody's type of stuff of that. And it is, it ran perfectly. It was a six, it was a $70 game that didn't ask you to buy any more shit. It was a perfectly polished game in 2023. That's incredible to me. Yeah. So for all those reasons, it is my number two game of the year. Yeah, that's one where again I have to have a lot of time to do. I've I have not touched it. That's one like I will get to that. That may be next summer game for me when I, I don't do anything else other than football in the morning. And like I think I have to wait till the summertime to play Baldur's Gate. Definitely when school is over. Yeah. 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 Otherwise you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. You wouldn't mm-hmm. get any sleep. Okay. All right. Interesting spots we're in with our number twos. Interesting, very interesting. He's going to do, Ryan. I've been thinking what he's going to do for number two. All right. I am still trying to figure out. I I lied to you before. My whole top five has just been in a jumble for the past week and a half. It's fluid. It's very fluid. Um, uh, I think I have to do it. My uh-huh. number two game is Oh god, I don't know what to do. My number two game, I'm just gonna pull the trigger, is The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Um now a majority of you know I fucking hated with a passion Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I hated it with so much. I so feel like much. this podcast is known for a dislike of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. However, Tears of the Kingdom changed my thought process on the duology of the series. Um, I guess what the reason why I hated Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I got just Breath of the Wild, uh, is because I didn't know what to expect. Mm. And... After playing Breath of the Wild for however many hours, I knew what to expect from uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And Tears of the Kingdom, I sunk 120 hours into Tears of the Kingdom. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it was probably the best 120 hours I've ever spent in a Legend of Zelda game. Uh, The amount of shit you could do in this game is fucking incredible. I could make a plane and fly it people could fucking people were making fucking giant people giant men made out of wood and just annihilating i believe those are called mechs there you go thank you people were making giant mechs and just annihilating these fucking macablins and it was just incredible it was great to see the creativity of pretty much everybody uh when they were sharing their creations in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I wish the story was better. Um, spoilers for Tears of the Kingdom. There's just one thing I'm going to spoil. That's it. Yeah, please take off your headphones. Um, the, uh, fucking the, 
Zelda, you got to get your shit together. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, just get your shit together. All right. Um, yeah, I, I just wish the story was better. I wish it was more of a story than what it was. But yeah, my number two is Tears of the Kingdom. Doug Bowser got that money for you right now because you're two and three in Nintendo, man. I mean, honestly, if I'm going to be real with you, I think I spent the majority of my time on my That's... Switch this year. I'll be honest. Anytime I'd log on to my Switch, I'd see Ruben on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've spent the majority. I've just gotten back into fucking Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and mm. just fucking loving it. Are you playing the DLC? I finished the DLC. I just got started. How with is the it? DLC sucks. Okay. Cool. Um, That's all I need to know. Yeah. The story sucks. It's cool that you can get, you know, the starters for the nine past nine games. So other than that, nine generations, I should say. Uh, other than that, it was pretty fun. Um, which leaves us with an update. Of what's our, what's our update? What do we got? Eric? Uh, well, right, you don't have this, Ruben? I do. I just wanted to... Right now, it's looking like we have a big old tie for number one. Okay. So, tied for number one right now, we have Jedi Survivor, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, mm -hmm. Hi-Fi Rush, Baldur's Gate 3, and... Uh, Legend of Heroes, the the Trails of Azure, I believe yes. is what it's yes. pronounced. Uh, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, under that, we have um, Pikmin 4, uh, Mario Wonder, Spider-Man 2, uh, all with three points. Um, below that, we have Alan Wake 2, Street Fighter 6, um... That's it. Yeah. So we have a lot of games. We have a big number one tie right now that's about to be broken. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Who wants to start off with our number one game? I think you should start. I think Ryan oh. and I have started already. You oh. should start. Okay. Um, my number one game has been already spoken about before. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Marvel Spider-Man 2, Insomniac Marvel Spider-Man 2, phenomenal game. Uh, this was probably my most anticipated game, and I didn't realize that it was. Mm -hmm. um, it's also made me realize th throughout my life, I've just associated Batman as my number one superhero, and I think I've come to the realization that Spider-Man is my number one superhero of all time. Um mm -hmm. Eric had spoken about it before, but he said there weren't, he didn't feel any emotional moments like there was in uh, Spider-Man 1. Mm -hmm. I think he's right about that. However, there were some moments in this game, no spoilers, but there were some moments in this game where it got close to it. Mm -hmm. And I just wish I it was like, ugh, just, ugh. But still... Fantastic game, Insomniac. I love you guys. Uh, you have created my favorite Spider-Man. I have 
now associated Yuri Lowenthal as Spider-Man in my head. The same way Kevin Conroy will always be Batman in my head. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my number one. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, there are, there are a lot of great moments in the game. Like, there are a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is incredible. But there was, like, none of them was, like, emotionally gut-wrenching. Yeah. uh, It got close. It got real close. Yeah. Just one part, but. Now, I'm going to ask a a gameplay question. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, With uh, the first game, I felt that, yes, Peter was really fun to play as, and... His web sling mm-hmm. felt great and everything, but then Miles came out, and I think the additional of Miles' powers made it a much more fun combat game to play. Mm-hmm. Does, because I know it's a split thing, Peter, Miles, you can play both of them, does, P, does Peter feel left behind, or did they add more to him to make him feel fleshed out just as much as Miles did in uh, his story? In a combat way, absolutely. Like They definitely give him a lot of stuff to work with okay, uh, cool. in this one. Yeah. Cool. That was one of my fears of that game, and I'm glad to hear that isn't like, a problem. In case you didn't know, the symbiote is in Yes, this. yes. <laughs> like, when he gets the symbiote suit, it's like, okay, all okay. right, yeah, all right. Yeah. Great stuff. So, What's uh, Lane's number one? Okay, that's about all right. Lane's number one. Oh, boy, I don't think you guys are ready for this. That's my number one game of the year. And the reason I didn't finish Fan of Liberty yet is Baldur's Gate 3. Let's fucking um, go! I needed him! I've been hearing all the hype about it. Uh, so I finally ended up getting the game. And I loved it just as much, if not more, than everyone else. Like, I did not expect to love this game this much, given all the hype. Um, the Even the combat exactly wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Everything else was absolutely incredible about this game. The writing, the characters, the branching paths you can take that are actually branching as opposed to other games that are just one or two, maybe three different paths you can go on. I can talk to someone who's played this game and gotten, played almost a completely different story than they have, depending on what we, each choices that we made. Um, my only concern was my ending got bugged, but I didn't get some of the cutscenes and dialogue that I was supposed to get my ending, but other than that, I had a phenomenal time, and this game blew just about every other game I played this year out of the water. It's so good. Alright. Wayne's not I'm, um, I'm tallying up these right now. Before you tally, uh, Eric, what's your number one? Uh, number one for me is a game that I spent the most time on in a game this year. Um, so, Ruben, sometimes uh, I like to be on the front of things, okay? You know, I want to be one of the first people in there, okay? I have big old FOMO, uh, Ruben. Yeah. And so when this game was announced many years ago, I was like, oh, my God, I need to be in on this. It looks like it's taking so much from all these things that I love. Skull and bones. And then, you know, when when it came out, it's just like, I felt as it was unique because it was like, oh man, this is just made for me because I was the only one playing. And that, of course, is the day before. Um, 
So I like it was it was great because I was like, oh man, there's there's no one here. This it feels so good for me. Um, Uncharted playground all to myself. Um, my number one, and I'm surprised it hasn't been mentioned once yet. My number one game uh, for 2024 is, of course, Final Fantasy 16. Um, I love this game. Like, this game is so good. Um, and it's, it's weird now. Um, like, growing up, like I, I would play some Final Fantasy games, but I was mainly more of a Kingdom Hearts person. Um, and then, you know, Final Fantasy XV was my game of the year that year because the combat was good, the story was good. This one, the story is really good. The combat is really good. Um, like, the boss battles are incredible. The soundtrack is incredible. Um, everything, the voice acting is so good. Uh, like, I think the only issue I had with it was, like, some of the side quests were just very out of date. But some of the side quests are really good. Uh, so it just depends on which one you got. Um, like the landscape was really beautiful. Just when you get into those icon fights, it was just awesome. And, um, I just, I had so much fun with this and just, oh my God, I, I can't, I, I realized like he has no notes. He's just going off the cuff. Like, yeah, it's just everything about this great. Like you could definitely feel the devil may cry like DNA in this game. It's just so great. So yeah, Final Fantasy 16 is my and Clive probably is my character of the year. That's uh crazy. <laughs> like Clive is Clive is awesome. Big himbo energy. So yeah. Final Fantasy 16, game of the year. For me. Right. I now I have a question here for Ruben real quick. Yeah. Because I you and me are known as big JRPG guys, big uh Fan of fantasy guys, yeah. was it in your top ten of the year? So when this game got announced, I was very, very excited. Yes, I'm pretty sure I was on a live stream with you. Yes, you were. <laughs> you were on a live stream with me. This is this is correct. I was very excited for this game, and I still was very excited for this game when it came out. I played probably about I want to say 25 hours of Final Fantasy 16. And I grew tired of it very quickly. Um, mm -hmm. The story, I think everybody was like, oh yeah, it's Game of Thrones with Final Fantasy. I think that's what I hated about it the most. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I have to hear Clive say the word Koopka one more fucking time, I would have blown my brain off. Um, the... <sighs> I don't I don't know what it was. It just didn't it didn't feel good for me. And which mm -hmm. it's crazy because they had a dog in this game and I I still felt yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so it didn't it didn't even okay. get on my top 10. Uh, because that's for me I would say probably I'm sorry, probably number 10 of the year. For me, it is uh, 6 and 7 were Tears of the Kingdom and Final Fantasy 16. And just because of how strong this year was, I cannot believe that uh, 
games like that missed my list, but I do want to say Final Fantasy 16 has some of the best combat of the year. Oh my god. Wait, did you just say like 6 was what? Tears of the Kingdom. <gasps> oh yes. my god, we're going to have a podcast where Tears of the Kingdom isn't the game of the year. That's awesome. I mean, I right mean now, that's terrible. That's terrible. Right now, it seems I mean, like... I mean, everyone will think we hate Nintendo. I mean, the most our list being Nintendo, me yeah. gushing about Wonder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, which leads us to just Ryan. What was your number one? In- so, as much as I love games, I also love movies, and I love <laughs> when a game can make it when it feels like a movie. I feel like I'm watching a Alan perfect film. And one game made me feel like that this year, and that's Alan Wake 2. Holy shit. Alan Wake 2 is the hands-down best survival horror game I have ever played in my life. Wow. Nothing has given me the chills, the fright, and the intrigue since Silent Hill 2, like this game has. And it the characters are so interesting and complex. The world is weird. It's true detective mixed with Twin Peaks. And it's just an insane time from start to finish. The voice acting is the best of the year. Uh, definitely gave us one of the best songs of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just got to the part where, um, let's see. Will you go to the uh, your tower, like the penthouse tower, to Whoa. do the uh, yeah. look at what Alice said? That's the last thing I did. Okay. So I know I'm close. Yeah. And it is just, it's up and down flawless. It's eerie. It's tense. It's everything I've been wanting out of survival horror in this drought we've had of it over these past couple of, almost decade. Where this year was the first year where I feel like we got a lot of survival horror for once. We had Dead Space remake, we had RE4 remake, but both remakes. This is a whole brand new thing and adds a lot of brand new dynamics to it that I love. So for all those reasons, Alan Wake 2 is my game of the year. That's insanity. I did not. I was so sure that you were going to put Zelda. I even already wrote it down. Yeah, I was also very sure that he was going to put Zelda. I was like, fuck, we're going to have to award Zelda with its shit. Um, Let's see. That's why I popped off when Lane said Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) I think Baldur's Gate is number number one. Yeah, I'm, I'm tallying right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all right, buddy. I apologize. But yeah, honestly, Final Fantasy 16 was such a letdown for me. I was very upset about it. I am... I guess what it is is that I don't like... Like, it goes back to medieval stuff. I I don't like it. I don't know why. However, I love the old Final Fantasy games. Final Fantasy Tactics is probably pretty close to that. So it's weird. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I thought the combat in it was incredible. The I combat really was great. That. It was just like the like I said before. It, for me, it was a story that was just, oh my god, blah blah blah. You know, get rid of the crystals, <laughs> you psychopath. Nobody gets rid of crystals. So the fuck is wrong with this guy? Shows. All right, I have a tally. Yeah. All right. You want to start right, off, ladies with the and gentlemen? 
Boys and girls, everyone of all ages, we now have the official 2023 penultimate game oh, hold show, on, hold on. Before, game of the year. Before you give us the game of the year, let's start off at the bottom. Let's... That's what I'm doing. Okay, all right. Go ahead. You, didn't, you, you didn't let me finish. I'm so, well, you, okay, all right, I apologize. Go ahead. All right, all right. At the bottom, with zero votes, Legend uh Lord of the Rings, Gollum. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, tied for, let's see, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six. Tied in seventh place. We have Starfield, mm-hmm. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, and Phantom Liberty with one vote. Okay. In sixth place, with two votes, we have Street Fighter 6. Tied for fifth place with three votes apiece, we have Pikmin 4 and Super Mario Wonder. All right, so that was, all right, everyone, the top four. Tied for fourth place with all four votes apiece, Resident Evil Remake, Hi-Fi Rush, Jedi Survivor, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, my God. Don't don't come after us, Dogs. I promise. Please don't come after us. All right. Well, it's okay if you. Zelda doesn't win it. It's fine. You, not after me. I, I was talking about the internet. You know the internet. They well, love them from Zelda. If again, you say anything bad about you. Zelda, they're you hate video games. You. you hate you hate creativity, Ruben. Again, we, made a, we made a brand off of disliking Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. All right. The top three games of the year. Okay. Coming in at third place with seven votes. Alan Wake 2. Let's go. Number two, with eight votes, we have Marvel's Avengers. I'm kidding. Again. We have Marvel's Spider-Man 2. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, the number one, the game of the year for 2023 from the penultimate game show, Baldur's Gate 3. Congratulations, Larian. Congratulations on this. Going to be real honest with you? I'm going to have to subtract two votes from uh, Baldur's Gate 3 due to it being uh, early access. So mm-hmm. technically yep. that makes our mm-hmm. number one game of the year, Spider-Man 2. That's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, no, congratulations, congr- Larian. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3. You did it. You kicked ass and you took names and you killed squirrels. So, mm-hmm. um, A game that I am so happy got the wreck. It got its flowers. I'm glad everywhere it went, it got its flowers this year. Yeah. Because they've been working so long and hard on that game. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And to make something that polished is impressive. Wow. So I think, Ruben, when you tweet out our winners, you should just do the top three. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So. Um, but, um, yeah, that's it. What, what uh, I got? I got two questions for y'all. Uh, one, what is your game of the year that didn't come out this year, or 2023? What was your game of the year that didn't come out in 2023? Interesting. I I guess I'll go first. Uh, My Mm -hmm. game of the year that didn't come out in 2023 has to probably be Fortnite. I've sunk in a lot of hours in Fortnite. Uh... Oh, it's either Fortnite or Modern. Well, Modern Warfare Three came out this year, so that doesn't really count. Um, yeah, I would say Fortnite 
It was really good. Mm. It's been really good. Really fun. Um, mine, I have, I have two because I have to mention it. Uh, like number two, Power Wash Simulator. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you, I loved playing that game. That was great. Uh, but my actual game of the year that didn't come out this year, only because I didn't finish it before the year ended, is God of War Ragnarok. I finished it in March. So, yeah. God of War. I'm very excited to play the Valhalla DLC. I'm just waiting till I'm done with Out of Wake 2 right now. Oh, yeah. The Valhalla DLC came out. Yep. So. Ryan, what about you? My game of the year that i i was going to give it to cult of the lamb oh interesting okay i touched it a little bit when it came out and then i came back to it later this year and i had a ton of fun with it it i love weird little um i love my roguelike elements and you get that when you're dungeoning in that game i love my little city builder and like population all that kind of management i think that's all super fun and this weird, like, cursed, cute art style I thought was really funny and a great time. So I definitely have to give it to uh, Cult of the Lamb. I'm actually going to change mine. Uh, Metroid Prime Remastered came out this year, but I'm going to mm. count it as an old game. Phenomenal. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. I realized I made a mistake with the voting counts. I forgot to include Final Fantasy 16 on mine because it was the only one, I was the only one I completely forgot about it. So... Hi-Fi Rush, Survive, Jedi Survivor, Zelda, and Resident Evil 4 are tied for fifth. Number four is Final Fantasy 16. Number three is Alan Wake 2. Number two is Spider-Man. Number one is Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 3. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, the next one I have, what are your top three games in your backlog you plan to attack um, the start of the year? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um. I guess for me, Crisis Core. Crisis uh, Core? Yeah. I want to p- try to play it before re- uh, Rebirth comes out. Mm. That is a game I've never played before. Um, mm. So, interested for that. I just got it. I, I'm I'm also going to play that. Yeah. It's hard. I started it, and I'm like f- maybe 10 minutes into it. It's mm. really hard to play uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and then go back into crisis core and just see the characters just like uh i wish it was better but still a a good game nonetheless Um, yeah i won't i won't be playing rebirth at launch so i'm just gonna play um crisis core i'm gonna replay remake and the dlc because i didn't play the uv dlc okay so um what about you ryan i have two that i'm really excited to go and uh dive into Mm mm-hmm the first one being a game that came out in 2023 that I did not get a chance to touch, which is on Ruben's list, Pikmin 4. Yeah, that's right. I am excited to get in there. I'm excited to try that game out. And then for my other one, it is... A game that I played maybe five hours of that never finished again. Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, man. You're in for a treat. Yeah, what a great game. Also play EGL. That's what I've always heard. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're in for a DLC treat. DLC as soon as you finish it. If you can. Uh, All right. For me, 
uh, it would be uh, obviously I'm playing Alan Wake two right now, mm-hmm. and then after that I think I'm gonna play um, Survivor. I think I'm gonna play Jedi Survivor. Okay. Ooh. I mean, because there's no use in asking what's the most anticipated game you have for 2024, because I know what both of you are gonna say. It's Dave the Diver two. Dave the oh, Diver 2. Dave the Diver? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to look what's coming out in 2024 right now. We don't really see. know anything besides, oh, probably the um, Indiana Jones. I mean, that's a fastball right down the middle, Ruben. I thought you would have said Rebirth. No, I mean, yeah, definitely Rebirth. <laughs> but I'm saying Indiana Jones is probably another one that I'm excited for if it comes out this year. Mm-hmm. I'm a little upset that we're seeing more Sinuous Saga. Then uh, for me, it's not a it's not a game, but it is an expansion. That'd be Shadows of the Earth Tree. It's it's some both come this year. I can hope. We'll see. Come on, Michael. <laughs> okay. I think for I think for me, uh, I'm ready to play Persona Three Reload. I never played Persona Three before. Oh, you're so in for a treat. That is my favorite Persona. I'm ready to play it. Did any and of you guys play Persona Tactica? Ruben, did you play Persona Tactica? No, I haven't played I it didn't, yet. Uh, I didn't get into it uh, just because. Well, I didn't purchase it because I, I'm not a big fan of chibi stuff. I don't really like how uh, okay. chibi looks. I get you. Yeah, but I still have Persona Five Royal. Just waiting on my shelf to be played. Oh my god, Wait, please that's play in your that. backlog? Oh my god. That it's on the shelf. Good. It's waiting to be played. I just need oh my god. Persona people 5 to just 3, stop Persona making 5 games. 3. Persona 5 Royal, you need to play. I can't sink in that many hours. That's the greatest art JRPG ever made, Ruben. I don't like, know. I will that. stand on this hyperbole right here. That's insanity. He's not wrong, Ruben. That's insanity. It's the greatest JRPG ever made. Okay. All right. I, I'm. I'm. Like I said, I'm waiting for a dull moment in the release calendar. There's a dull moment right now. No, there's no way. Right. He, he is pre-ordered. He's ready for Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. There's he is no a way. day oneer. I, when I wasn't about that, and then I've seen all the NDA stuff where they've said like it's actually pretty fun. I'm sure um, it is. It's just like, and then when they have the offline story. mode, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let me do that. Nobody I don't want to play with anybody. Story. Nobody wants to play that story. Why would I want to go killing Justice League? You know. Why would I, I did find go- out that Jason Isaacs is voicing Brainiac, so that makes me a little bit more excited. Samoa Joe is uh, King Shark, which I find cool. I heard Margot Robbie's coming back for. I was going to say Poison Ivy for voicing Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. That's just a rumor, though. I'm interested to see how they pull this shit after Arkham Knight. Like, how are these people going to be here and all that stuff? Uh, they're just going to reboot it at the end. So, so like, like is there a, is this a different dead shot? Like, this is not, is this Floyd Lawton? Yeah. Because we've already had a Floyd Lawton. Yeah. It's it's a different universe. Infamous Earths. Yeah, it'll probably be that. It'll probably be just uh, how pissed off would people be if this was just like a VR simulator in game? (laughs) Jeez, that would be nuts. I don't know. Oh my! The last shot is Harley taking off goggles and like this is your training. Yeah, for Justice League Protocol Seven Seven Seven. Yeah, exactly. Like, like how crazy would that be? (laughs) 
Honestly, I, I, know. I hope that uh, now. <laughs> I hope that leak isn't real about what they do with Batman. Yeah, it's it's real as real as I, it can be. I know the person who did it said I did I did make up some stuff. So we'll oh, see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. We'll know in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out soon. But with that being said, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. Thank you, Lane, for calling in. I know it was kind of a pain in the ass, but I appreciate it. Um, any last words before we leave? It was good to do this again. It was good to be back. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love talking I to you guys about video games and shit. Um, all right. Thank you, gentlemen, once again for joining me. This has been our Game of the Year 2023 discussion. With that being said, I forgot how to end the show. <laughs> we, we, we do tags and then we end it. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's so long. We forgot how to do this <laughs> Yes, stuff. yes. Um, Eric, where can people find you? I mean, just the thing at the bottom. I mean, I'm really not promoting anything really anymore. Okay. Uh, just if <laughs> I'll be tweeting about the Cowboys game in about two and a half hours. Okay. And then I'll be ready for the Lions game tonight. That's about it. Okay. Like it's at at this point, like my life is just like so much entwined with football, school, and stuff. Where it's just like I'm just gonna be me on Twitter. So it's if you want to follow me, go right ahead. It's a real shame, you know. I might say we just got to get rid of football altogether. Ryan, where can people find you? People can find me at RyanTheLion3055 on Twitter. Uh, if you notice the lion on there, of course, representing the Detroit Lions, we're finally giving that secret away. And I just got to say one quick thing before the game tonight, and that is, fuck LA, it's Detroit all the way. We're going all the way. Let's go. Let's go, baby. All grit. All grit, running it down the field. My team isn't in it, so I'm going with the Lions, baby. That's my my team (laughs) for the playoffs. Um, You could find me on Twitter and a bunch of stuff at That Guy Tuesday. You could find the podcast on Twitter and stuff at Pen Conquest, Penultimate Conquest. Um, we will be back next week for the draft, uh, probably next Saturday or Sunday. We'll, we'll figure it out. And like I said, I'll let you guys know. Um, but with that being said, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And you have a good night.